Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and kennel cough, also called infectious tracheobronchitis, is a very common upper respiratory infection in dogs. If your canine family member seems to be coughing on or making a choking sound, he may have kennel cough, especially if recently he spent time at an animal shelter, boarding facility, or dog park where he was exposed to a lot of other dogs. Kennel cough is a form of bronchitis and is similar to a chest cold in humans. It has a number of different causes, the most common of which is the Bordetella bronchoseptica bacteria. Many people think Bordetella bacteria alone causes kennel cough, but that's technically inaccurate. In fact, dogs who acquire Bordetella bacteria usually also have a virus such as adenovirus, distemper, herpes or parainfluenza that makes them more vulnerable to infection. Kennel cough is very contagious and dogs can remain infectious for 6 to 14 weeks after symptoms resolve. Dog-to-dog -dog exposure occurs when an infected dog coughs or sneezes and a healthy dog inhales the aerosolized respiratory secretions. The canine respiratory tract is coated in a protective lining of mucus, but if this lining is compromised, an infection can take hold from the inhaled particles. The result is inflammation of the larynx and trachea, and it's the inflammation that causes the coughing. If the healthy dog's respiratory tract is compromised by stressors such as travel, being housed in a crowded environment, cold temperatures, environmental pollutants, or infectious viruses that could be floating around, then Bordetella bronchoseptica, this bacteria, in fact, the chief bacterial agent in kennel cough, can enter the respiratory tract. Bordetella bacteria are usually accompanied by at least one other infectious agent, usually a virus. So kennel cough is actually multiple infections occurring at once and not just a single infection. This is one of the reasons that the vaccine is oftentimes not effective. Most cases of kennel cough occur in areas where dogs are super crowded with inadequate ventilation and lots of warm air and a stressed immune system in, with, with the dog. Good examples of these are boarding kennels, grooming shops, and animal shelters. The universal symptom of Bordetella infection is a persistent hard honking cough, a sudden dry hacking cough, sneezing, snorting, retching, gagging, or vomiting. In fact, coughing to the point that dogs vomit in response to very light pressure to the trachea or a spasmodic cough when a dog is excited or exercising are all really common symptoms of kennel cough. Honestly, if your dog is totally healthy, cough-free, and then instantly has the spasmodic coughing, you need to be thinking about kennel cough. Your dog may also cough up foamy white phlegm or have nasal or ocular secretions. Occasionally, there will be other signs of illness, such as a runny nose, sneezing, depression, maybe a mild fever. And just like humans that catch cold, symptoms and duration of infection can be incredibly variable between dogs. Kennel cough rarely causes appetite loss or lethargy, so if your dog is showing these symptoms as well, there could be something else going on. Symptoms usually occur 2 to 14 days after exposure in mild cases of kennel cough. Dogs usually continue to eat and they remain alert. When the condition is more serious, there can be lethargy, loss of appetite, and the cold can actually migrate into life-threatening pneumonia, just like humans that have colds. Most of the time, it doesn't require hospitalization, but occasionally things colds can morph into other things like pneumonia. And while most colds don't require any type of hospitalization, sometimes the infection progresses to a point where that is required. Most of the time, severe cases of kennel cough primarily occur in immunocompromised dogs or in very young puppies. Diagnosis of kennel cough include taking a history of the symptoms of the dog uh, in terms of what he's physically experiencing, but also 
any history of time spent at a boarding kennel, a doggy daycare, or other facility where there's lots of dogs. Bacterial cultures, viral isolations, and blood work may be performed to identify the specific pathogens that's causing the exact type of kennel cough if the dog has symptoms that are really profound, like requiring hospitalization, which is actually quite rare. Sometimes x-rays are done to check for pneumonia or bronchitis. Kennel cough symptoms usually last between 10 and 20 days and can sometimes recur if there's periods of stress. Most cases resolve on their own without any medical intervention. So I don't automatically recommend that you have to zip off to the veterinarian, especially for unnecessary antibiotics because antibiotics don't address the viral component of this infection. I always prefer to let the dog's body heal itself naturally. During the acute phase of the illness, I strongly recommend using a harness to prevent your dog's collar from aggravating the situation, especially if they tend to pull a lot on their leash uh, when they walk. You can also try humidifying the air. I personally add a few drops of pure lavender oil to help soothe the dog's throat. And you can also, um, by humidification, you can also help decrease coughing spells. Complete recovery from kennel cough can usually take up to three weeks in healthy dogs and twice as long in older patients or those with underlying immunosuppressive conditions. Puppies can also take a little bit longer to recover because their immune systems are not yet fully developed. Since a serious episode of kennel cough can result in pneumonia, if your dog doesn't start to improve on her own within about a week, or if the coughing becomes progressively worse, or if your dog sparks a fever or stops eating, those are all really important reasons to make an appointment with your veterinarian. I also recommend seeing a veterinarian if you have a puppy with symptoms that go beyond typical symptoms of kennel cough. For instance, if you see a change in breathing pattern, if your puppy has difficulty breathing, if there's a loss of appetite or markedly diminished energy level, all reasons to visit your vet. There are some awesome natural remedies that I use for many, many years to speed a dog's recovery from kennel cough and reduce the severity of symptoms including a special brand of echinacea you can buy at any human health food store called Esberitox. I also add in Manuka honey. Manuka comes from the tea tree plant. You can buy that at the health food store as well. I use raw garlic as well as an herb called olive leaf. Slippery elm can be very beneficial at soothing the throat. And I actually use throat coat tea, which is a brand of human tea, which contains licorice root, which is also great for sore throats. Added vitamin C can help boost your dog's immune system and diffusing the essential oils of eucalyptus, lavender, and tea tree, not if you have kitties in the home, uh, but without kitties, you can diffuse those oils that can also help shorten the duration of infection. Homeopathic Kennecoff nosodes can also be very beneficial, but they're by prescription only, so you'll need to work with your integrative veterinarian to secure those. Many veterinarians recommend Bordetella vaccines, either by injection or by intranasal delivery. However, I am one of the veterinarians that do not. Many boarding kennels, doggy daycare facilities, groomers, and other similar businesses require that dogs be vaccinated for kennel cough. The reason behind this requirement is to actually remove liability from those businesses. It bounces liability away from those businesses. The truth is, immunologist Dr. Ron Schultz states that Bordetella is an unvaccinatable disease and that vaccines are generally ineffective and will not prevent your dog from getting kennel cough. The infection, of course, is caused by a wide variety of bacterial and viral agents. So no single vaccine is going to provide protection from all of those sources. Nor will the vaccine treat an active infection. 
In addition, whatever protection the vaccine might be offering wears off very quickly, usually in less than a year, which means your pet will need to be revaccinated every six months if you are patronizing businesses that demand this vaccine. On the rare occasion, where I must provide a Bordetella vaccine for a dog to travel or to be boarded, I always use the nose drop variety as it's much less toxic. It doesn't contain the strong adjuvants that the injectable version has, and it has few, if any, side effects. Remember, your dog can still acquire kennel cough infection even if she's been vaccinated.